My placement helped me develop myself so much. I feel like a completely different person. Welcome to Careers in Fashion. Hi everyone, uh, this is Seth and Michelle from the LCF Careers team. Uh, today we're going to hear from our final year students who have returned from their short term work experience and from a couple of our placement year students. Going to give us a bit more information about what they've done, how it went for them and what to expect when you're on placement. Hi everyone, um, today we're going to hear from our final year students who returned from their short term work placements and from their DIPS year long placements. We have here with us Paul, Emmy, Nadine and Monica. So just to start things off, can you tell me a bit about your course and where you did your placement? Right, so uh, I'm in uh, footwear design, Cordwainer's footwear design. And we did um, a collaborative project in second year with uh, Inditex where we uh, were meant to choose an indie text yeah. brand and design a collection for them. And then I ended up going on the placement for Zara Basics. Oh, I think it was from an industry project. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm in the wrong course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, Monica, you did your placement at Asprey. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I am um, at the fashion management course at Fashion Business School at LCF. And last year I did the 13-month placement at Asprey Farm Street. Working for the PR and marketing team uh, alongside with Touchbase with e-commerce. It was my very first experience working at a very corporate-based head office. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Nadine, so. So um, I am studying creative direction for fashion. It's a fashion communication course at LCF, and mine was quite a desperate journey because <laughs> uh, my placement was a very odd timing and it was very short. Yeah. So it was quite. Dis discouraging in a yeah. sense because I did apply to like so many but basically I would kind of bulk apply and I did my placement early this year at for art sake a graphic an eyewear brand and I did graphic design so it was heavily digital um, design packaging their newsletter um, and like social media assets basically right great. so um, and then lastly we have Emmy so I am on the fashion photography course and um, I did my internship um, with A&R Creative. It's like a creative agency and they represent different artists and creatives like photographers, stylists. And from that internship, I was able to work for one of their photographers as well, which is what I'm doing cool. at the moment as well. And who is that photographer? Oh, um, his name is Reese Frampton. Mm -hmm. So he um, shoots for fashion magazines, um, brands like Primark and he's got an exhibition going on as well at the moment. So he does kind of a little yeah. bit of everything. I just want to touch on um, your perspective on the working world and just how it differs from university. Um, you, well, you definitely, yeah. it's very different to university, even though I am doing fashion photography and it's kind of like, you know, you'd think it's more practical, but when you're in uni, it's more like lectures and you learn about the history and things like that. But then when you're doing an internship, it's completely different because it's very much hands-on. Like, yeah. for example, for the creative agency, I was in charge sometimes of like production things. So I'd be looking at like finding the models, finding the location. Um, 
because I'd have to like ring people and organize PDFs and things like that. So very much like hands-on and obviously something I had never done before, um, but very cool. And then working for a photographer, um, it's very much like hands-on, like doing things on Photoshop, like dusting and scratching or um, assisting on shoots, like holding different lighting equipments and things like that. So it's all these kind of practical things that you don't really get to learn that much in uni. That's good to hear. I think there's just a lot of things that you can learn from like a working environment. Yeah, there's a there's a huge difference in like going to uni and then going to work and also like companies wouldn't really want to hire a fresh graduate without any experience at all. And it kind of shows your quality or your um, work ethics. Yeah, and you just get to kind of improve on your contemporary practice and your work ethics because I feel like there's only so much you can learn because you just learn on the spot. Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, Monica, you were with the employer for quite a long time. What was your perspective on the industry? Like, what did, what do you think it looked like during that time? So, well, Asprey is a very luxury brand. Mm-hmm. However, in this luxury industry, it's quite a niche brand as well. So, although it's a very big name, the company structure is relatively small compared to like bigger groups like Richemont or LVMH. So the good thing about having a small team is that you will be able to be in relationship with everyone and um, office environment tends to be less in attention. Everyone is like very nice and you can just go to them and have a chat. I think no matter what industry you work at, it's a commitment. So going to office 9 to 6 every day for 5 days a week and then sometimes stay longer when there's events or um, when there's a project coming up, there's just so much going on, but everything's worth it. Yeah. It depends on how much yourself yeah. put into it. And did, did you expect to, to be involved in as much as you were involved? Or? Um, during my internship, I was kind of interested in the e-com side as well, and their um, office just right next to the marketing department. So I was also able to do touch base on e-com side, and I learned to know how the back end and the front end works. And uh, I would say it is a graduate process. Yeah. So at the very beginning, I wasn't assigned as much task. It would be, I would say it's more like basic yeah. admin stuff at the very beginning. But yeah. as it goes along the way, they would get you more trust. Yeah. So you get assigned more tasks. It's quite a fulfilling process, yeah. like the Olivier Awards. And then I also was doing a... Um, project towards the end of my um, internship that was assigned actually by our chief commercial officer and um, the, the result came out really well and then I was really satisfied with it. Great, so you got involved with loads of different teams. Yeah, loads yeah. of different things. Great, so uh, Paul, I'm quite interested to, to know because um, obviously you did your placement in Spain and, and things functioned differently. Yeah. Um, so what, what was your perspective on the industry in, in Spain and for when you're working at ND Tech? Obviously it's, a, it's a, huge, a huge company, fast fashion company. Um, it's quite different to what you were just saying because I was very... Uh, uh, I was put on the design team yeah. and we, you know, during the work um, I had no insight into any other part of the company, you know, so, so I have uh, no idea about how the rest of the infrastructure around the company works. And I guess in a good way, it was quite focused and I could really, really focus on, on doing the design work. 
but you were quite isolated from and the you, rest of the infrastructure. Do you think that's because of your course or because of the type of company? I think industry. it's just the size yeah. of the yeah. company. Yeah, I said that. Okay, uh, great. Uh, so I just want to go into, into, into just um, like the kind of support you received and what you found useful and all those kind of things. So before you went out on your placement, can one of you tell me like what kind of support did you find useful? Um, so how did you go about looking for your placement? What did you do? What were the processes? Because obviously we've got two very different groups yeah. here. We've got two of you who did a short-term work experience placement mm. and two of you who spent a placement year under doing the Diploma in Professional Studies. Mm. So it'd be quite good to see how the support differed mm. and what you found useful. Um, well, I think definitely it's important to go and show your CV and your um, cover letter to someone from the careers team, no matter how good you think it is beforehand because I was thinking oh like mine's great like my mum's helped me write it it's brilliant um, but she's an accountant so that's the kind of CV that she views as a good one is very different than a fashion when you're trying to break into the fashion industry um, so like I found it really helpful when I came to see Seth and like just showed him my CV and a cover letter and then we just kind of worked on it and after I sent out my CV after we had been through with him I got like two interviews right away and I was like yes it's working because before that I had sent my old one out as well like mm. to multiple places but I haven't heard back so I think it's really important to have someone um, who's actually got a lot of experience with things like that to ha just have a look mm. and give some feedback and then just kind of go from there yeah so um, I was always like updating my CV and my cover letters yeah. um, and then I had a I had kind of had like an issue with my portfolio because it was like visually based and big part of my projects are all like research mm -hmm. findings and like um, how the project developed how my outcome kind of like came about and that's like a really big chunk of my work but at the same time I can't really put it online because sometimes I use vis like um, found imagery or I just can't share all of my work because someone would steal it yeah. So I had a, a like big issue yeah. those days with copyright mm -hmm. and um, intellectual property protection. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a minefield. It is yeah. a bit of a minefield. Um, and Monica, um, in terms of applying, what were your kind of successes and challenges, maybe? Yeah, because um, I feel everybody's sitting here except me, who is yeah. like very design based. Yeah. While I am, um, that is, it's really about altering your CV yeah. and your cover letter. Yeah. So when. I've at, before I got a job at Asper, I actually applied for so many of them, and um, I think that was also a way to actually train me to get the job that I got at the end. Yeah. And um, uh, it is like when you get the job description. I got a job description from LCF website. And then at the beginning, I didn't really know how to alter my CV to match up the point that they're looking for. Yeah. But then when I get like an email responding back just to, I'll say that, oh, you're at the next stage of yeah. interview or doing like a short task. Yeah. It's, it's like an excitement. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm getting close to there. Uh, it's really about showing that you're ready to put yourself in, in like the workplace. Yeah. And, um, and of course they want to see your dedication to that brand as well. Yes, so a lot of background research. Yeah, that's, that's really good to, uh, advice for everyone. And then Emmy? Um, when I mm -hmm. started applying I was only thinking like, oh, like modelling agencies or to assist a photographer. But then 
um, obviously I ended up working for a creative agency and before I applied I didn't even know what a creative agency was or what they did. Um, so I'd say definitely when you're applying don't be super close-minded and just have a look at all the jobs available and just kind of because like the creative agency job ended up being like one of the best work experiences yeah. I've ever had yeah. mm-hmm. in my life and I'm still friends with all the people from there and it just taught me so many new things that I didn't. And how, how did you find? That? Oh LCF careers yeah, yeah. so um, it was just really brilliant so don't like feel like you have to only apply for certain yeah. kind of jobs yeah. and just kind of broaden. And Nadine it's led you on to other yeah. positions as well. Well, I mean, even the um, the placement that I got, uh, they looked at my previous experiences and it, w- it ca- it's kind of like a ladder, it's kind of like a step-by-step thing because to be honest, I was aiming for a better role or, or yeah. a bigger company, but then I felt like I didn't have enough experience for any bigger companies to want me, yeah. so sounds sad, but yeah. um, <laughs> but I kind of like to, took like a step back and be like, okay, what is this a step before like getting to these bigger companies? So. Because I wanted to go for creative agencies, but I didn't get any response from any creative agencies. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to go to like the basic of it, which is like graphic design. Um, so I applied for graphic design role, and then it led me to graphic design internship. And then after that, I went to creative agency. So it's kind of like a step-by-step thing. So it's a bit like you kind of unpicked the critical path. Yeah. This is where I want to end up. What are the steps I need to do to get there? Yeah. Um, so, what would be one thing that you learn? Well, you just have to keep going. Yeah. Like exactly. you just have to yeah. keep following up. Um, keep going. It's just it's yeah. Just, yeah. You just have to keep knowing things. Yeah. All about resilience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, I think um, when sometimes you understand an employee's point of view to think about the application. If you're the HR, you get all these applications coming in. I only have certain amount of time to yeah. read them. Yeah. So it's really about how to highlight which point. And uh, before I really had the really long, like two page of CV, but then I know I really keep it into one page. At the later stage at my placement, when they're hiring another student, I was actually looking at how this process was done. So my um, manager was printing out all the CVs that she's getting. And then um, sometimes she only look at a half page that if it doesn't interest her or the, the thing is not good enough, it, mm-hmm. she wouldn't keep reading. Some of the CV are too colourful. It's interesting. So oh, we just want, we're going to move on to uh, a topic that is very important to all of you, um, budgeting, why I'm pleased. <laughs> so do any of you have any top tips on what you did to help you manage, manage your money? Any top tips? Um, I was very lucky to, like, the internship uh, was a paid internship. Very lucky. <laughs> and uh, I lived in Spain, and I mean, compared to London, I live in Alicante, and, you know, in comparison to London, it's such a cheap city, you know, and, and, and rent is, yeah. is way cheaper, so... Yeah, so yeah. It, it's, it's helpful to, to get a company which can... Yeah, yeah for better. sure. I mean, if you can yeah. negotiate yeah. like a day price or something for yourself, like at least try and do it. Yeah. Um, at the creative agency, it was set in stone. It was fifty pounds a week expenses, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And it was kind of hard to live off of that. I'm not yeah. gonna lie; it was yeah. quite a struggle. Thankfully, yeah. I had some savings, and obviously, yeah. I was able to kind of live because of that. Yeah. Um, but then, when I got the um, job as a like a photographer's assistant, then I was kind of able to be more like, well, this is my 
like internship rates or like an intern yeah or try to anyway kind of be like would this be okay and then obviously he was very like nice and you know listen to my hopes and stuff and then obviously as you kind of progress then you can ask for a bit of a how did you decide or work out what it was you were going to suggest as like your base rate when you um, actually starting to look for the payment. The well, payment. I was kind of trying to just ask from my course mates and stuff like that, like what they, and then obviously he, um, he's got two assistants already that had been working for him before me. So I was then kind of trying to ask them as well, like as an intern, what should I ask or, you know, what should I kind of start gauge with. what the market is already yeah. paying for. Yeah, so well. kind of just ask around and then also don't like sell, your, sell yourself short and just, you know, you have to be able to live here. And they've hired you for a reason. Yeah, if exactly. If you can do that job, they've hired you for a reason, mm-hmm. they should be paying you. Yeah, exactly. Because there, there are like some areas of, of industries which you can make quite a lot of, mm-hmm. of money and then yeah. have a lot of know that are very commercial so I guess it's also looking at those areas mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, can can then you tell me how you took ownership of work like really stood out now? Just try and kind of socialise with everyone you yeah. meet. Um, sometimes it's not sometimes the um, workspace or the office isn't very supporting of like socializing but yeah just try to kind of at least with amongst the interns I think that's like easier just because you guys are on the same level but um, yeah, just try to talk to everyone you could see and like even small talk, like ask how your weekend was. Um, it really helped like kind of just build that relationship bit by bit. Is that culture different company to company? Yeah. you've done a few definitely internships. Um, it takes time, obviously, like I think especially if you're, if you're doing like a part-time internship or a part-time job, whatever, it's really hard to build a relationship because you're only there like two times a week. But if you're having like a full-time thing, um, it's easier because you meet everyone every day. Uh, but yeah, it's it's different from one office to another. Yeah. Um, and because yeah. you, you work you work at Show Studio now, right? Yeah. Um, how do you think you you kind of get in in the front line? Uh, I mean, so basically, they wanted me to start mm-hmm. the moment um, they saw my CV. I think, which yeah. was like like seven months after I sent it. Um, so and I was I was at a I was at an internship at that time and they basically wanted me to start ASAP and I kind of jumped on the train and be like, yes, I'm available. And it took time because they were they were all busy with their own work and you know, I would have my lunch by myself. It was a bit like um, hard to kind of socialize but then there were more interns coming in and so I basically socialized with the interns first and then we would have team drinks every now and then and that kind of like breaks the ice because alcohol um, <laughs> um, and then yeah and then I just kind of like I was just like myself and I basically tried to help you know everyone that I could see and kind of like ask how their weekend was um, yeah. kind of like small talk and yeah, my my internship was supposed to end end of August, but um, they wanted me. I said like I'm still available, and then they they didn't mind having me around. So I'm still helping them part time. Yeah, and I think it was all based on relationship because they essentially don't need me anymore, but they still they still want me to come in. You know, kind of like entertain everyone. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I do I do I do work on stuff, yeah. but but yeah, it's, relationship is really important because you never know what kind of help you need in the future mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. I would say really it's about treating people how you want to be treated and um, just really be genuine, be, be humble because at our stage, at the beginning of career, 
with such a small sand and then these people above you if you make good relationship with them they become your connections in the future and you never know what's gonna happen they might offer you a job when they even went to another company and um, yeah you, you, you've carried on working part-time yeah so I've carried on working part-time at mm-hmm. Asprey and then actually I was surprised that not many people have had this opportunity to be able to offer a job at part-time because mm-hmm. having a part-time in the head office is very rare mm-hmm. and then um, after I graduate I would have possibility to be able to get a sponsored visa because I'm not a British citizen mm. and which is this which is very good I'm very flattered we're on it <laughs> yeah. it's That's really good. really good that's mm-hmm. really good because they're, they're quite hard to get yeah because really every good. company has like a budget on this so it's just hard work pays off yeah yeah and like you say the budget is sometimes split between different departments yeah. so one company might sponsor for buying the merchandise yeah. but they might not sponsor for designers yeah. and vice versa so it can be quite a messy yeah yeah it's i think it was, was mainly because one of the projects i did during my placement yeah. that um, Asprey f- introduced itself on a giant um, Chinese e-commerce platform called C-Trip. It was on based on their global shopping website and targeting the uh, uh, tourists coming in London to shop in the summer. And I've done all the copyright content and then the negotiating with their side because um, the the ev- I think everyone knows that. Chinese culture is very different so it has to be someone who has got this kind of insight and then being able to know like some of the English culture as well so I I always thought I'm in the um, gap in between the the Chinese culture and the Western culture I'm not Chinese enough but I'm not English enough Mm -hmm. and here I find my fit (laughs) so which is a very good point good it's good to make use if you have insights yeah. for a company to be able to use them and yes. help the company out that definitely will always put you in a good position true. did um, building those relationships and working throughout your placements give you a clearer idea of what your values are when it comes to work like what is it that you care about where is it you might want to go in the future yeah, I figured out what I didn't like by doing what I didn't like at my internships. <laughs> they told me, I mean, like there were stuff, like there were stuff that, like, well, tasks that I was given that I realized, yeah, I don't like this, but I had to do it. And then that's when I learned, like, okay, and I like other stuff that I was actually um, enjoying to work on. Right. Uh, so, what was one of your favorite moments um, during your placement? One of the coolest things that I got to be part of was. Um, well, I was still actually working for the creative agency, yeah. but I ended up helping out Reese, the photographer, and he asked me to um, go and help him assist on a fashion shoot in Turkey. Oh. Um, so that was really cool. So like, we got to fly out, and it was I can't I think it was like four days um, in this crazy luxury hotel by the beach. Um, I mean, it was hard work, like shooting from like six a.m. to like eight p.m every day um but it was really really cool and it was a really cool insight on how shoots like that work um all in all it was brilliant and then when the photos um got published on vogue turkey like online it had my name on it like at the Mm. assistant bit 
and that was just really cool because obviously like a big magazine and yeah, like and your name in Vogue. yeah like hello <laughs> it was just crazy but yeah that was definitely one of the highlights of the whole thing and like all the friendships I've made like even with the people at the creative agency um we're still talking going for drinks and stuff so it's it's you know all in all like a fabulous fabulous experience good uh, any any funny moments anyone wants to share oh I didn't know what Jaffa cake until this moment <laughs> what, oh what is a Jaffa cake like that's such an English thing I don't I've been in this country for like seven eight years okay it was at, like our Christmas party and they were like oh um because I was on the way back from lunch and then they were like oh can you pick up some Jaffa cake on the way I was like okay I just picked up and I'm like okay I'm looking for Jaffa cake for so long and then and then and then, and then the, the, the lady at the counter was like, what are you looking for? And I was like, Jaffa cake? Was like, hey, she was like, go sing to it. Was like, and yeah. So then I had to Google, what is Jaffa cake? And I was like, in a box. And then, and then when I opened it up in the office, I was like, that's a biscuit. Uh-huh. The age old argument. And then, but then it's actually soft and moist. Yeah. And with cho- chocolate and with like an orange kind of feeling inside I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's yes yeah, 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 that's a very weird yeah. thing so how can you make personal things and work things? Yeah. <laughs> were your placements and your experiences what you were expecting when you left? a bit of yes a bit of no um <laughs> I mean, I guess it was more like hoping than expecting. Um, I was hoping for, well, more network and all that. But, um, well, my speci- my placement specific- specifically, like, it was hard to network with people. But at the same time, I did get um, a good amount of responsibility and briefs and projects, which was great because that really added to my portfolio. And I really um, get to, like, practice my contemporary skills. Um, yeah, so it was it was a bit of both. Yeah, mine, in in a way, exceeded the expectations, because you know I I I think um, <laughs> um, there was you know because it, it's such a big company, so I would I thought I knew it was going to be a design internship, but I thought you know okay, so in the beginning I might be you know just doing other designer spec sheets and just trying to hang in there because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the people have worked there for years and years and are you know brilliant designers um, but actually uh, being given the chance to have a lot of responsibility really feeling included in the team I thought that was going to be difficult also due to the language barrier mm-hmm. I always thought there was going to be a, a me and a them um, so I was very happy to find by the end of it that I really felt integrated into the team and they would ask me for advice and, you know, design advice. I really didn't expect that going into it. Um, my, oh, I'll say because I've worked in the luxury industry, which I think a lot of people wanted to be part of it too, because when you look at the glamorous and the sparkles, the shine outside, you don't know how hard it is. Or like the, uh, I wouldn't say the ugly side, but the the, the less glamorous, the no shine side, or the every, backstage. Yeah, the backstage, <laughs> in like at the at the end, it's uh, it's very different. But it did 
go beyond my expectation in some way especially like when I was offered oh would you like to come back and uh, like uh, you can we would want to sponsor you after you graduate like stuff like this it's it's very how to say it's it's it's, uh, it's like the <laughs> the achievement and commitment that you get at work sometimes it motivates you in a very different way and like now I have much more self-discipline after one year of working I never thought I would be able to go in office nine to six every day for five days sometimes overwork and then now I'm much better at time management and um, yeah how I work pays off <laughs> and um, also just I just wanted to mention, like, how how do you all feel coming back to your final year? Because that's also <laughs> something that, that like, feeling what, what, what? Um, very excited, but then at the same time a bit stressed out, as in like trying to now juggle final year and working part time at the same. Because you want to do your best in both areas, like work and school, and have a social life. <laughs> so. Um, that's what I'm finding stressful at least now in the beginning of the year but I'm hoping as time goes on I kind of learn how to juggle with everything but we'll see I guess <laughs> uh, well I was I, I was like uh, I was telling my friend that I'm not even academically awake yet like I'm not <laughs> my brain's still not processing the fact that I'm back at uni um, I'm still doing part-time and I but I think like this will be my last a month just because I do need to focus on my third year. Low-key excited but still not ready even though it's already started. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to, to finish off, if you can give like one tip for students um, who are planning to go on their placements or thinking about going on their placement, what one tip would, would that be? I've got loads. <laughs> I've got well, one or two but um, yeah. I think one like don't again don't be too narrow-minded in a mm-hmm. sense if you were to apply for a role, for example, like you love half of the tasks that um, the role requires, just still apply, don't be too picky, like you have to be humble at, like at this stage because you never know like the skill that you don't like to have or to learn from that specific internship could actually lead you on to the next internship that you might like even more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically it could open doors that you never knew you wanted to open. I mean? Um, well, I'd say just try and do as many internships as you can like whilst you're in uni like if it's possible for you to do different things like try everything out like I did a short internship on my first year with a shoe company and and like just because you don't know what you like before you try things Mm -hmm. out Um, like I didn't know I would enjoy the creative agency job as much as I did and it you know more what what you like now I guess definitely yeah like what kind of things I'd like to work on in the future who I'd like to work for um, so just try as many things as possible because that's how you learn and that's how you find out what you truly like and what things interest you so yeah Paul? Um, I think um, be proactive um, I had one internship before before this for a small small uh, footwear brand a small studio on Hackney and I just emailed him and said, hi, I really like your work. Um, I just moved to London. Can I come and say hi? And that <laughs> led to an internship. So I think be, be, uh, be proactive. And uh, um, one thing that really helped me out 
before the internship in terms of advice and stuff. I spoke to a student who had previously done the internship before, before me, and that was really, really helpful because I had a lot of questions and a lot of doubts mm -hmm. and she was really, really nice. At, yeah, because you know, it can be a stressful time of sure. um, applying. Yeah, and especially you, you want these placements, you want to get that experience maybe, or you have your eyes on So to talk to someone who's, who's been through it and who's done it before, it doesn't need to be the same you know, company, but just someone who's gone through the process before can for sure give you. What sort of advice was it that they gave you? But in, in my case, I, was quite, I wasn't very confident in like, um, you know, my design work and yeah. I heard before that there's like a lot of pressure, a lot of tight deadlines and stuff like that. Uh, but she kind of calmed me down and said that, you know, just show them that you're willing to participate and, you know, if you're a designer in school, you're not meant to necessarily have found your design language at this point um, so you know don't be afraid to make mistakes because they're looking for potential not yeah. a finished product exactly yeah. Yeah. So, so that was really helpful yeah yeah great cool um, Monica let's finish off um, be genuine mm -hmm. be humble smile yeah. and uh, don't sleep until lunch time <laughs> and you will realise you can get a lot of things done yeah. and like um, the resources that you get at university is um, is much more than what you can get if you're out of the university. So, like, treasure everything. Yeah, appreciate everything that you can get. Right. Yeah. Um, thank you for everyone for coming here and for sharing your experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really good to pass that info on the information on to our students. Hopefully, hopefully this will help now. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>